0: On. Lee Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> how are you? Good morning. I am. I am. Um, I'm thinking today. Today is the um, the Virgin of Guadalupe Day in Mexico. Yeah. And um, it's a very interesting story in relation to how I view you. I think, in some ways, it's a gender cross, but it's interesting. Hmm. Um, how are you by the way
1: I'm excellent today is 1212 12. there you go yeah anyway I'm excellent so go on so um,
0: there was this guy there was this guy in Mexico uh, named Juan Diego yeah who turned out to be a, a saint but he was a very uh, under the radar kind of a guy quiet whatever it was uh, but people knew he was different. And he said that he had seen the Blessed Virgin Mary. Hmm. And the bishop thought he was full of shit, as usual, you know. Sure. And uh, so um, what apparently, as the story goes, was that uh, uh, he went, he he um, somehow went to the bishop uh, to, uh, to, make his case and the story goes on and and um, then he went to ask the Virgin Mary again what he should do you know because he was being abused and so forth and the, and then there was a um, uh his uncle fell ill and so we got a we got an ill uncle a a priest who says he's crazy a bishop who's trying to figure it out and Juan Diego who was dancing between all of them trying to figure out what he wants to do and uh so he gets another aberration from the Virgin Mary, and she tells him, you know how can I convince the bishop because he would be the he'd be the power guy yeah. that this is real and she says, Go pick some roses on the hill and go back to the bishop so he does he goes to the bishop he opens his cloak and dozens according to the story, dozens of roses fall out and a vision and, and a imprint of the Virgin Mary appears on the inside of his cloak. Hmm. That turns out to be the um, part of the one of the canonization proofs that the guy was not kidding him, that was not kidding, and everybody was wondering about him and so forth. So he's this wonderful low-key person. But as it turns out, you know what he really was? Hmm. He was an Aztec prince. Huh. Okay. And so he had he had the secret. He had this identity behind him. He didn't. He wasn't aware of. Mm. And they find out through history, this guy's an Aztec prince. He's coming in as an ordinary person with the power of miracles. Interesting. And he's an Aztec prince. From where? I. Uh, uh, well, wherever the Aztecs are, I suppose that's South America, someplace, right? Mexico. Where is that? That's uh, that's. Uh, moon is that uh, moon? But moon, I mean, how did moon?
1: you? How did he find out? Is what I mean.
0: Oh, I think that it was just it just a, a history. I think history, huh. history,
1: his story. <laughs>
0: yeah, his story. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I think I think that uh, um, uh, I it, it's a cited story. It's cited, therefore, and it's cited by Britannica. So I think that it's probably vetted that the story's probably vetted that well but what i but i'm just i don't know if you're picking up on what i'm saying here uh but i'm i'm writing a book about this princess
1: right
0: Who's not quite clear yet who she is (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know yeah
1: it's running parallel for sure
0: (laughs) wow and what do you know and what Mm -hmm. do you know
1: Hmm. No, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. I'm wondering, <laughs> did did you know of that story prior to, or how'd that go? No, it's
0: like everything else in our life. Everything comes along in the flow as they, as God thinks I need to hear it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Hmm.
0: Hmm. You know, it's it's one of those. Oh, by the way, you're on the right track. Moments.
1: Right. Right.
0: You know, as I'm as I'm as I'm looking around at the feast of. Um, of the Virgin of Guadalupe, and I bump into this one Diego guy who turns out to be an Aztec prince. He didn't realize it. Da da da. Yeah,
1: that is very cool.
0: That's very it's cool. it's all interesting coincidence. So interesting history coincidence.
1: repeats itself, kind of.
0: Well, it kinda, you know. But mm. who knows? I think that it's uh, it it's adds it adds girth mm-hmm. to what I'm doing. Mhm. Yeah. To your story. Mhm.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: but there's more in the contemporary world between you and I. Yeah. Uh, I have two books on my desk. One is mine, and one is yours. Okay. I have yours uh, marked. Yours is marked to page I... sixty-nine.
1: Okay.
0: Number eight in the virtues.
1: Eight. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. mercy is an act of restraint okay ah, yes all right yes thank you very much the game winning by virtue one move at a time yes <laughs> so in your case you are to say mercy is an act of restraint it is to hold back from executing a response that is considered a rational consequence toward the player mm-hmm Okay, and uh, so forth. In my book, I'm having a conversation with two men who are trying to steal my company. One is David Fraser, and the other one is Dave Christensen. Prince Rainier of Monaco, Anne McAllister walks into my office. She says, Prince Rainier, she says, you should take this call. I pick it up, and it turns out to be Prince Rainier of Monaco. He wants me to go to Monaco and discuss a boat with him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. at that point and of course the people that were in there trying to to pound me to powder all of a sudden realized this happened and my response to them was i get prince Rainier of monaco and you guys get a hockey puck in the teeth
1: yeah okay right that's right
0: so that wasn't particularly virtuous based on your book
1: right nor are any of your stories <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told (laughs) Okay So
0: So anyway I thought we'd discuss Some of that a little bit About the differences Between people About how some people react And just bang on others And others Have a way of strategically Making it okay
1: Mm -hmm.
0: In the virtues
1: Of Mm -hmm. the game Okay so Okay this This is really perfect Because Now we're starting to see How it's a formula It's not just you know, um, individual things that you're know, you're trying to figure out. That's that's as confusing as the matrix excel itself when you're trying to memorize like everything that I've written in there. You don't it's it's not like that. It's a formula. So to your point about the hockey puck, mm-hmm. about mercy, right? Yeah. Mercy is a virtue. So if that's the virtue, what is the corresponding Rule. Given the example that you just told me about the hockey puck. This is when we start to see it come together. The corresponding rule that was broken is entitlement.
0: Oh, you mean that I feel like I had entitlement to do that to those guys? Uh-huh.
1: That's right. Y- yeah. You are warranted or entitled to administer consequence.
0: And that's where I made a mistake. That's where right. I broke the rule.
1: Right. So, so
0: I, I lost my virtue and broke the rule all at the same time.
1: That's, well, that's what it is. Most people are yeah. operating within the rules. That's all they're doing. Every response is breaking a rule. And that's why they're not seeing the success that they want in life. Because they don't see what they're doing to push love away. So if you don't have mercy on your board... You don't understand what you're supposed to be doing in that moment when, you know, there's been an injustice and you feel that you're entitled to administer some sort of consequence. But when you have mercy on your board, that's when you understand. That's when I need to pull back because you, sir, deserve all of this and more. But I love myself more. So I'm gonna keep myself high in the canopy, and I'm gonna let that go.
0: So okay. Um,
1: you know, it's really difficult though for men.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh huh, impossible. Um, maybe it's not
1: impossible. impossible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at the moment, I'm, uh, I mean, I am, I'm being more like, like Sun Tzu in the Art of War. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just won a battle. And I'm going to and I'm, I'm gonna put these guys down while I have the chance. Bam. You know, I got right. you. Right. And I'm keeping my hand right down your throat.
1: Right. I'm but, bigger and badder than you.
0: Right. And mm-hmm. I've just been, and I've just been, that's been so stated by an interested third party. You know, it's not just me bragging about myself. It's someone who's very important telling me I am important. Sure. And Therefore, right. you guys hit the road. Okay, so, but I mean, why is that bad for me to do that? In other words, what's the, so then what happens? You know, do I I lose the love of these two guys? I could give a shit, you know?
1: No, 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 no. It's not about that. Remember, we're living under a mirror. So every time we react contrary to love, it mirrors back to us. And so we're pushing love away. And instead, we are going to experience consequence.
0: what's the, I mean, okay, give me a hypothetical. Or is there a hypothetical consequence then that you want to talk about it, or not?
1: Anything, anything. It's just, you know, when, when you hear people complaining about their life, life isn't fair. People aren't nice. People are mean. People are, you know, whatever. And we hate on them, hate on them. We don't understand that it's the mirror. It's us. We need to change our behavior so that we see something different in the world. We don't want to take you know, accountability. We don't want to look in the mirror and go, shoot, that was me. And I did that. Instead, we'd like to say, I didn't do anything wrong. This is just unfair. But see, it doesn't necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily immediate and connected to the infraction. It's just coming. You know, like, for example, when people do something to me, that, you know, I just, I shake my head and go, really? Really? Because I know I don't have to do a thing. Their consequence is already written. It's coming. And you just don't know the depth of a consequence. It's bad.
0: Okay. Okay. So I have to then just believe that the that the cosmos has heard the conversation and they're going to side up with me and it'll be okay.
1: You don't really have to believe what you have to do is start paying attention. If you start paying attention to how, you know, like how I'm behaving, right. And I'm aware because now I have a guide to tell me, don't do that. And if I break a rule and I do it and then, you know, something happens. It's like something unexpected. I go outside and my tire is flat, you know, um you know, look at my bank account and some fraud happened, and now I don't have any money. Something is going to happen, and it doesn't have to relate exactly to you know what I mean, like those guys not liking you. That's incidental.
0: So is karma real then? Absolutely, yeah.
1: Absolutely, and I mean, call it you know what you want. Anybody, if you want to believe or not believe, it's a mirror. So we're gonna we're gonna call karma a reflection.
0: I mean, is is mirror? Can we give mirror a little more scientific term, like you know, it has to do with the multiverse or anything like that? No, it's the firmament.
1: It's the firmament.
0: Oh God, we're living in this glass water ball again, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. The dome. Yeah.
1: It's you know when we look into the water we see our reflection and that's mm-hmm. what we're doing when we put things out our frequency hits that dome and it comes right back to us.
0: But isn't there something in physics that would support that besides just myth and story?
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot of scientists out there who would talk about it all day long.
0: What do they talk about?
1: I'm just not that. I don't know, I talk about love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that called merely you just did a pivot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> what it what it means is that I don't have to have I don't have to be have be the authority on every subject out there. I don't have to be. I don't I don't have any uh, dissatisfaction that I need to know more. And a lot of people do. They feel like, you know, well, you gotta keep learning, you gotta keep learning, or else you're gonna die. True. But not really in that respect. You know what I mean? Because if you're just if it's like it's, you're always searching, what you're searching for is you. It doesn't matter what you're diving deep into. So now, okay, so now you know science and you know the cosmos and you know, you know how our vibration changes the water, that's great. And we talked about this before. But do you know how you behave?
0: Well, I mean, I think everybody knows how they behave. They just choose to do it. I mean, it's, it's easy. No, it's...
1: they don't, John. They don't. 100%. Well, they have to know.
0: Well, they. I mean, they may me not know the consequences, but they understand their behavior. Nope. I mean, I, was, I knew nope. what I was saying when I did that, when I told those guys, I get Prince Rainier, you guys get a hockey puck in the teeth. I know what I said.
1: Okay, but those are more obvious things right? Those are are obvious right and wrongs. And we understand because we're not stupid. You know, all of us. Yeah, right. We know, we know, okay, that's wrong. We shouldn't be doing that. But it's the subtle things. It's the very, very subtle things when our perspective isn't right. And we say certain things Things come out of our mouth that should never have been said. And it goes beyond, you know, if you don't have something nice to say, then don't say anything at all. No, it's about knowing the right thing to say at the right time. That's grace.
0: Or don't say anything, which is just as graceful sometimes.
1: Right, but that's the pause in the game. uh,
0: Yeah, okay. Um, Going back to mercy, um, you in this in the sentence last night say let go and let god nothing is worth the price of losing your place of favor explain that that's right okay
1: all right and get to it wherever you are Um, 69
0: page 69 number eight mercy
1: oh okay you're the bottom okay let me just read the the bottom of the paragraph yeah 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 yeah. okay so it says mercy is an act of restraint It is to hold back from executing a response that is considered a rational consequence toward your player. When your player has acted dishonorably or without integrity, show mercy by minding your responses. Never gossip, betray, accuse, or defame your player's name in retaliation. Let go and let God. Nothing is worth the price of losing your place of favor. So your place of favor means that I'm very well of the mirror. I'm very well aware of the mirror and how, you know, whatever I say, like I need to check myself. Is that what you want to do? You want to put the knife in, in your own side? What are you doing? The
0: favor lose your place in the favor the favor then is 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 introspective is it relates to you the favor
1: absolutely so favor favorite can be as simple as peace just living in peace you don't have anything to worry about The day is beautiful, it's sun shining, and there's flowers, and you've got a a meal, and you feel good about yourself, and there's no chaos or drama. Everything is good. That's favor. But it's easy to take that for granted. Now, favor comes in all kinds of facets. Because you are God. You are that energy field. So that's why God knows what you want before you ask. Because it's already in you. So now I may not consciously know what I want other than, you know, the new car, or the house or whatever. There's something deep inside of me that I can't really articulate. I don't know what it is until I express it. God gives you that. That's what favor is. That's the gift under the tree that you didn't see coming. You're like, whoa. Whoa. I wanted that, and I didn't even realize it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a,
1: you know, that's a gift. It's beautiful. It's just, and you literally leave the world behind, and you start really minding your business so that you can get another gift. You're like a child again.
0: Uh, those of us who grew up like a prince... Not a prince, but like a prince, like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have the historical authority to be aggressive
1: mm-hmm.
0: in my mind. All right? Okay. Yeah. And I played that out repeatedly in my life in various ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I it must somehow show, because there have been times in public. Where I've been witness to a uh, something, and uh, like one time uh, we were uh, there was four of us sitting at a, a restaurant in uh, in Kirkland, Washington, and within twelve feet of me there was a thing going on that was tripping my trigger, and I felt this hand. I'm looking the other way. I feel this hand come and touch my knee. <laughs> and I looked to my right and it's my wife mm-hmm. and she's just, and she's just looking at me. Like she's giving me that, you know, no, <laughs> no,
1: <Mm-mm>.
0: no, <laughs> you just sit down and shut up, you know? Right, no. right. So that's, that's part of the knowing who you're with, I guess, sometimes, um, besides knowing yourself, sometimes you get a little help from somewhere like, you know, that's right. Don't do that. Don't do that. You. Well,
1: man. that's what that's what a good woman will do.
0: Uh-huh. So, you what know? does a good man do? Then? what does a good man then do to the to a woman? I mean, guys, maybe women don't do that, do they? Women don't get out of control like that and just tip over the table and kick the guy,
1: right? Oh, no. s- some women absolutely do absolutely do and and men will attest to that and women are you know they'll say batshit crazy <laughs> they haven't tamed the beast Bat-ship yet crazy. That's, <laughs> that,
0: that, that's a female trait batshit crazy, Bat-ship yeah. crazy. <laughs> i see
1: mm-hmm. okay you know and other women go what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that's so out of you know um so far removed from who you are as you yeah. know yeah yeah and um you know it just it's it's literally just being so far out of tune with yourself and and nobody's showing or has shown us ever how to get in tune
0: Well, you're kind of doing that. I think seems yeah. to me that's yeah. the answer. We're talking about the answer here,
1: right. and
0: I'm making admissions that I probably shouldn't make in public. What?
1: Yeah.
0: mean, Who wants to admit he's a loose cannon? I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not that bad. I don't. I don't do that stuff. No. Yes, mean, you are. You know.
1: <laughs> yes, you are. You are. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're downright scary, John. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's good to have you on my side. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, what an interesting but... pair we make. Okay. <laughs>
0: oh, yep. It's, it's called the balance of uh, physics, yeah. I suppose. The balance,
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, um, so I've noticed that the trend right now has been set. And it's men who are taking the lead with the game. I love it. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. Right? right? Oh, God. But it's perfect. I mean, not that I don't want women to play. Women need to play. They need to know what the heck's going on. You know, they won't know Mm -hmm. what's going on with men at all and and it, they're totally turning the tables because all of the tactics that women use to snare that guy, right? And all of a sudden he mm-hmm. finds out, "Oh my god. They're not going to work anymore." And and yeah, there's going to be a change in the fabric, absolutely. I love it. So <laughs>
0: But I mean that that knife cuts both ways. Why wouldn't why wouldn't a woman be as interested in it as a man? Is because, it because the man is the hunter gatherer? Is it I? Is the
1: no? What is the deal? Because men never proclaim to know love.
0: Men is it because are... it's just bad juju for a guy no. to admit that he no? No
1: no 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 no. It's not. It's just not his makeup. You know what I mean? It's like he's not going to admit that he's the flower. He's the gardener. You know, he, okay. he, yeah, he's got to understand how to do it. How do I make that flower grow? And I mean, men don't, they just don't. They're more open to say, show me what I'm doing wrong. Like, what, what's going on here? How do I do this? Much more receptive. Where women already feel that they know love because they are love. They're expressive and they're nurturing and they give life. They raise children. They cook meals. They, you know, they please their man. They're givers. They already feel that they know what love is. However, they don't see what they're doing to cause the pain in their life. The disappointment from the man. All
0: well, then ex- They need the book as much as men do. Absolutely. They just don't realize it. They just exactly.
1: Don't realize it. 100%. But that's why I'm saying men are leading. Yeah. Hmm. Way more men are reading the book than women. Hmm. I could tell you that for a fact. Yeah. And I love it. And, and here's the thing, too. What's interesting is men, because it's logical. You can't argue with it. It's logical. It makes sense. And that, that plays to a man because he's left brain. He, he wants it to make sense. He needs answers. He doesn't need philosophy. Okay. He doesn't want to be told what to do. He needs answers. And damn, if it doesn't make sense.
0: So, so there is, okay.
1: Yeah. But women... Mm-hmm. Women get all uncomfortable. very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Is there
0: any entitlement running around in there about who's who in the zoo? Uh, do women feel like they don't really need to do this?
1: Absolutely.
0: That's what's going on, isn't it? Yeah, kind of I mean that that's where the mistake seems. Thats it seems the core of the mistake, right is that the women don't believe they need it, and the men, are tired of pushing their shot.
1: So um, this, mm-hmm. so if we continue this way, men are going to raise their standard, and they're going to be able to identify their player immediately. They're going to know what to look for. They're going to see mm-hmm. it, and she won't. She will not recognize what she's doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that that gives him an out, and and it's and here's the thing, he never has to feel guilty about it anymore. See, typically, the mo of a man is to become a jerk and make her break up and leave because he's a coward and he won't do it, and that's how it goes. And and then so that's why the statistic is that women leave men, men don't leave women. Yeah, it's because you guys are weak and you make us do it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna hammer you.
0: Okay. Pardon me. <laughs> I get on my tin helmet? Yeah. Okay. Here we go.
1: <laughs> okay. So, I mean, obviously, not in all cases, but typically <laughs> that's the way it goes. Okay. So, how this is going to change is that men have been given permission to call game over. They are going to recognize it. The better they get at the game, the faster they're going to see it. They don't have to waste their time, they don't have to waste their money, their energy, their words. They don't have to fight. There's no more drama. He just knows. Done. And he knows. And he knows that he knows. It's not just a gut feeling. He knows. He can analyze it. It's logical and reasonable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so if she doesn't know what she's doing, then he's going to say next. Next. That's not the meal. That's the sweet. Next.
0: So at some point, will women figure this out and start to read the book?
1: I don't know about that. But here's the thing. What is really beautiful about this is that with men leading the way, they become empowered. They understand what they're supposed to be doing. Like, it, it's clear now. Where before it's just the world weighs heavy on men because men are supposed to know what to do. You're the leader. You're supposed to lead. You need to know what to say. You don't get any feelings. You don't get to cry. You need to get strong, you know, and protect the women and children. And the guy's Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I'm just trying to figure myself out. And I have to figure you out, too, because I don't know. I don't know how to figure out women. So what happens is he gets to figure himself out as he's observing the world around him. When he does that, his standards elevate. When that happens, he knows how to treat her. He becomes the gardener. Now this woman who has been working on herself, you know, she's, she's because women are just so beautiful. They're just such beautiful creatures. You know, and so she's really wanting to be everything that she is. She's just so damn beautiful. And when she's working on herself and he goes, oh, my God, that's my meal right there. He's going to honor her and he's going to know how to treat her, how not to blow it, how every moment of every day he knows what to do. And it's not even difficult. It was about removing the ego. Mm -hmm. and now this woman falls so in love with him she blooms she wants to make love to him he never has to ask now all of a sudden she wants to be sexy now all of a sudden she's putting heels on and perfume on and meeting you at the door and there's food on the table and she's wanting you know what i mean it's like whoa what happened it's because of you you became the gardener And it's just a shame that at this time men, you know, there's so many men out there who just don't have the key. They don't know how to unlock the woman.
0: (laughs) Well, it seems to me we're discussing almost Darwin's evolutions, the origin of the species here. Uh, If you're you're, you're describing a a man who was was an evolutionary throwback uh, compared to women, I mean, the species are the same. I mean, the gender is the gender, but but you know i mean i mean i can see the you know the guy with the with the club over his shoulder running around trying to you know grab women by the hair
1: but that's entitlement
0: um, yes i get it i mean i yes i understand
1: right but
0: I... that but evolution is a slow process
1: only because we haven't had instruction there's no well, reason yeah. to look in the mirror it's like you know if a guy is blessed with good looks and charm right he's got a great smile he's enthusiastic it's so easy for him to get women because women again have not been trained what to look for
0: yeah i mean that guy's a bad bet typically
1: Um... yeah because it's easy so it's easy for him to just kind of like you know lay with all kinds of women going man i'm a stud it's easy.
0: Yeah, he really never—he <laughs> never does know who he is, actually. You're right. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I know. I, I. I. understand that. But. But. Um. Um. That's why there's a lot of support in you know ugly people do better in business. I mean, handsome, wonderful, tall people seem to do well. They're front-loaded for success, but it's the ugly ones that really carry it through. And, that's. Um,
1: That's, that is definitely, I mean, I kind of fooled myself, I guess, but that's definitely why I really focused on character with my, with my kids because they're beautiful. You know what I mean? Like they're tall and handsome and they're just, you know, they're just beautiful looking people and that could be really easy for them. And I said, no, it's all about your character. He said, you get that down. I said, now it's going to be easy and it's going to be beautiful.
0: Yeah. I I well I I don't have a lot of experience with that kind of stuff. I mean I you know I when I was working with people that were working for me, I could see I could see how the handsome ones did better than the not so handsome ones, and you know the front loaded thing. I call it front load. Mm-hmm. You know I got great front load success on people, but I I knew who was gonna who was gonna write the ship when it tipped over. Um,
1: you know what's so funny though, you know men I think there's an assumption. A lot of times that if, you know, if you don't have the looks, it's like you got to lower your standard to, you know, an average looking woman. However, it's not true because women aren't like that. It's about vibration. If you're vibrating love, she will come. She will. Because a woman is beautiful from the inside a true woman who knows herself is beautiful from the inside. She's not so caught up in her external. She's feeling that vibration going, God, just, I'm so attracted to you. And that's why a lot of times you'll see this average-looking guy with this beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. The other day I was watching a video. I wish I could remember what, the, what, the, um, what he was talking about. But the guy was nothing to write home about. I mean, he was really just, you know, just an average guy. But the sound of his voice was very attractive. And it, it captivated me. And I was just the, watching him.
0: The beast had that figured out a long time ago. Yeah. Right. The beast got a, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And Bees. you know what else? Mm-hmm. What? You know, right. so what else I have observed is that the closer you get to being loved, Okay, when you start to really understand what it is, and you, the closer you get to your core, your voice changes. <clears throat> the resonance, it changes.
0: I mean the frequency changes?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Huh. Yes, I think that's true. I think, but I mean it's I don't think it changes permanently. I think it you get it you 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 have different reach. You have different reach in your in your tone quality of your voice, I think. I think, I mean, that's my interpretation of what you're saying, but I I think that.
1: um, Okay, if you listen to audios that are tuned to 528 or 432, you know, -hmm. it's um, it's resonating with us, that tone. So when our, you know, as humans, our tone, our voice box literally starts to get in tune, I should say, and it becomes pleasant to other people.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, was that a, like a, yeah, for real? <laughs> or you're like, sure. Really.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think it's, I mean, I think there's, there's a lot to it. I mean, there's a lot of studies that go all the way back to Pythagoras and comes forward to, you know, I Evan Alexander and you know uh, sacred acoustics and mm-hmm. everything. You know and your mm-hmm. drums and you know my rotating bee wings. I mean, it's right. Frequency frequency is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I you know people have thought for generations that bees that bees actually created a, a almost a, um, a a time dilation in front of them. If they flew into a time dilation. They did not fly through the air like an airplane. They created a time dilation that they got sucked into. Well, it's not true. They, you know, bees, bees communicate by rotating their wings. So they don't just fly. They talk with their wings too. Hmm. And um, that's why when you, um, uh, if you bump into a hornet's nest or you get in a, a hornet or somebody gets in trouble, for yeah. example, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the wing frequency changes and many hornets will show up if that be the case. If that guy's really in trouble, he's calling all his buds with mm. his wings. Mhm. Mm. Yeah. Kinda My like friend. A, uh, hmm? uh It
1: re- reminds me of your crow story <laughs> when you killed the crow.
0: <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Oh dear me. <laughs> and,
1: oh, they all came after you. <laughs> they
0: came after me. Oh dear me! Yeah. I mean, that's case in point. I mean, they did. They, 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 they figured out very quickly where I was and you know, where that shot came from. gosh. Uh, f- And uh, they, I don't know. I mean, I was, they were dive bombing me. I was in trouble.
1: Wow. It was just like
0: the birds. They were coming after me. They were pissed. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, it was real. It was was the movie. It was the movie, but it was real. It was not. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. uh, Yeah. They came for me.
1: Wow. They were going to take you out.
0: They were. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was such a random thing because I, I mean, I I didn't mean to, to shoot the crow. Even though yeah. I mean it was it was an absent-minded, brainless thing. Mm-hmm. I just raised up my pistol. It was loaded, yeah. and I squeezed off a shot. And it's like you're looking for a target, right? You're looking for a target. Target. Mm-hmm. I'll just squeeze. And I squeezed off this shot on this crow, and I he's brainless to me, mm. but I hit the crow, and he was way up in the tree, and he does this this sort of second world war spiral death fall coming down out of the tree. Like one wing spinning is around squawking on the way down.
1: Oh gosh.
0: All the way down from the top of the tree. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, Oh my God, what did I just do? Well, in the time it took him to hit the ground, I, I don't know what the first adopter crows were that came in, but the sky damn near turned black around me with crows.
1: Oh my gosh. That's, I mean, it's an amazing story and it's a heart wrenching story. Yeah. I well, mean, the they end all of the story come was... together. Right.
0: But... but the other part about it was, is that, is that after, so I hid in the house. I went hiding, you know, to get away from them. They couldn't. They mm-hmm. couldn't. They couldn't get Of course. There. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I waited until they had did whatever they do for their dead brother or whatever. But I went then to apologize to the crow. Under the big tree.
1: Yeah.
0: And he was he was gone. There was no crow.
1: <gasps> wow. They there took him. There was no crow.
0: They took him. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Somebody took him, but he wasn't there. There was no crow. And I, I mean, it was a real event. I didn't dream all this stuff. It was real. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they took him off someplace and they took care of him. Whatever.
1: That's what I want. I want to be able to talk to the animals like that. There's a lady that does that. I was telling you that she was talking to that black, um, like a black Panther or something. It's just yeah. the most amazing story. Yeah. I need to adopt a crow.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. That's great.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, 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 the crows are, I think before I'd adopt a crow, I think I would figure out how to, uh, I don't know, maybe, you know, give them, talk with them, but let them go wild, you know, like don't have Well, them.
1: yeah, not I mean, they, Because they return.
0: I mean, they will, yeah, they will return to the same place. Crows like roosting and go to work. Um, yeah. They don't, they don't fly willy nilly. They go off and roost at night. They come back to the same place and work the same territory like their worker bees. It's like yeah. going to the factory. If you've got a crow looking in your window at you about when's breakfast, that crow will roost at night, and come back, and just keep doing it.
1: Or yeah, if you see oh the yeah. crows
0: on the wires, the high wires going along, yeah. the, You know the whatever it is, those are the same crows. Those are not transit crows. Those are the same guys. They've been working the territory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know they're taking a yeah. breath. Let's take a lunch break, says the crow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just wondering, you know, because I have this relationship with them, right? And they know that they're like dogs now. And They just tell me they're hungry, you know, and then I go out there and it's like, all right, and I'm obedient, and I feed them. Yeah. You know, but I'm wondering if, I mean, what if, like, one was hurt? You know, what if somebody got hurt and they brought them to me?
0: Well, then you would take care of the crow.
1: Right. Oh, I mean, of that, course. that would
0: obviously, I mean, that's that would be a wonderful thing if that if that actually if they if they cross that. If they were able to cross that line, that would be amazing. It would be amazing. Right. Um, We have, um, we feed crows, or we feed little birds, actually, little tiny birds here. Yeah. And my layout is such that we have this thing hanging down between between, uh, um, Liz and Will's house and my place, our place. And uh, there's, we have, we feed them, you know, stuff, birds. They're coming all the time. Uh, And the cats, of course, sit in the windows and watch all this until they get bored and they don't anymore. But the interesting thing is the rats show up to take the tailings off the bottom. So now we have this dichotomy going on between crows who we like and rats that we don't like. Where's the validity in that emotionally? Where's the validity in that? Why do 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 we not like rats and we like the crows? Because they're eating the same stuff, same neighborhood, same everything.
1: Because we've been taught through movies and whatnot they're disgusting yes is you that know fair? that they have that... diseases and that they're yeah you know they're a menace
0: mm-hmm. same with snakes same with spiders yeah you know scary because they look funny if you, if you know you look at a picture of a spider up close you know wow what mm-hmm. is more scarier than that not much mm-hmm. yeah i mean dinosaurs almost appear to be pets Compared to spiders, arachnids,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, they're nasty looking.
1: They are. That's... They definitely are.
0: But what um... do we, so, so, yeah. So, I mean, uh, what is, does this go back to the Garden of Eden? Is this all the crap that came out of the flow out of the garden? You know, the snake that ate the fruit or whatever that was deal that the guys believed in. How do we get set up for that?
1: Set up for what the spiders? well for hating
0: snakes, hating snakes and not trusting oh, spiders and yeah, I mean there's yeah. some evidence that babies when they're born have a fear of snakes before they're able to even think hardly. The the fear of snake is absolutely an evolutionary thing. Yeah. What do you think of that?
1: Instinctive.
0: Yeah, but why? It's a serpent. Is, um, I know, but is that proof of? Is that proof of good and evil? And is, well, is that sh- fair to the snake, for God's
1: sakes? Well, I mean, there's really nothing more pure than a baby, yeah?
0: Yeah? Okay.
1: I mean, that's why uh, How we,
0: about a... Well, how about a baby snake? No way. <laughs> <laughs> why mm-hmm. is the baby... I mean, a baby snake could be pure?
1: I don't think so. Why? I don't know. I don't know. You know, the other day, speaking of that, there was a, like this, um, a worm on the sidewalk. Oh. Yeah. A worm. <laughs> and I looked at it and I thought, I just saw the serpent. And I, that's literally what I saw. That's this, just this worm squiggling around. And I'm like, what are you doing on the concrete? You don't even belong here. And I kept walking almost angry. <laughs> <laughs> this well damn that's worm. part of the
0: training you're talking about that's part of the evolutionary training you've got you know isn't that part of the same thing you have this you have this knee jerk reaction this automatic reaction to the yeah, worm but,
1: right like so almost just, i just mm-hmm, yeah
0: lost in the puddle trying to figure out where he's at
1: but what i did was i picked up a leaf and then i scooted him over to the dirt where he'd be oh, okay
0: so you did something nice to the worm okay. i sure did you didn't just walk on the worm. You took it. No. Nice, yeah.
1: No, I acknowledged saw, him.
0: <laughs> you saw <laughs> mm-hmm. hello worm. Yes. I um. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I know. I've I've spent I spent fifteen weeks with the American Bureau of Ships one time where I was on a dock I couldn't get off of. Yeah. And um, I uh, I made a relationship with a colony of ants and a and a, a shy poke a, a crane. Those were the things I did along with working the ship Mm -hmm. was figured out how to deal with these ants and um, this bird. And I learned a lot.
1: What?
0: I don't know. I just learned how they operate, how they, you know, what, how they cover each other, what they do, how they get around obstacles, how they bring resources, how they support one another.
1: I think that's what makes us, um, you know, what helps us to elevate our consciousness is observation of the animals.
0: They're good teachers. No doubt about that. Uh, But they do have a rough edge on them, you know?
1: Yeah. But I mean, there's stuff going on in their brain. You know what I mean? They're intelligent.
0: I think they have a certain amount of cognitive ability. Yes. It's not all prefrontal cortex there. They have, they have cognitive ability and they are able to work with tools and make decisions and have memory. I think that's all true. They see certainly in a pretty fair frequency of color. I know my cat is seeing yellow more than she's seeing red. Uh, and so on. But I, I watch, I, I love the evolution of animals. I love all that stuff, birds and, you know, whatever. Um but I guess I gets down to my original question is why are we afraid of snakes? And because they it's...
1: bite, They can't trust them. <laughs> well, but they can only I...
0: they can only strike half their length. That's all. It doesn't good matter. For.
1: That's logical. It, it, how, how far they can strike is irrelevant. They will strike. They're going to strike. They will bite you.
0: Listen if the cat on my lap weighed 110 pounds, I'd be lunch. Okay. I get that. Since she only weighs 11 pounds, I'm not lunch. But if she weighed 110 pounds, I'd be lunch. Mm
1: -hmm. Love
0: me as she might. And your dog is probably the same way or dogs, plural. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, at some point they are animals, but we, you know, we are a higher order, but we don't we're not a demonstrated higher order necessarily based on the way we act that's why we love our animals so much because we wish we were more like them i think this is all my opinion of course but uh, well
1: when when you see these videos of people you know domesticating their lions right mm-hmm. and i mean animals that we typically would be terrified of like what are you doing with that alligator right now you know, what What are you doing hanging out with the sharks? We just sit there and we're afraid. But it's, it it comes to an understanding and a respect for their intelligence and for their ways, what they know, how they respond, what their knee-jerk reactions are. You know, it's like learning to immerse ourselves in their world. And that's respect. And that's where compassion comes from. We understand that they could kill us at any moment. Well, but yeah, you know. it didn't work
0: out for Siegfried and Roy. I mean, that's what happened. You know, yeah, well, these guys are working with these guys, these lions all the time. And next thing you know, I, I don't know whether Siegfried or Roy, but one of them got right. mauled and damn near died.
1: Well, you know? yeah, they put so the you... line down. Who knows, though? I don't know anything about taming the lion. I don't know their method to do that. You know, what the relationship was. If it was, it was obedience by fear. You know, and finally, you know, lion just said big F you. Taking you out. I'm sick of you. And I'm going to do it right here in front of everybody.
0: I think Peter is <laughs> That's
1: a John move. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, really. <Marilee. laughs>
1: I know. <laughs> <Oops>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true, you know, and that's, that's literally where compassion comes from. We have to understand it's like, stop being so damn arrogant. And start looking around that every one of us is here for a reason. And you know, we're here for a reason. And we have our own intellect and our own ways. And we have to just respect that. You know, it's like look at the turtle walking, in and he just he can only go so fast. Stop kicking him down the road because you want him to go faster. He doesn't. It's not his way. And we all have
0: that's but to... it's interesting physical. I mean, a physics paradox there too with mm. the turtle. That's mm-hmm. Zeno's paradox. What? Where? Um, well, because every time Zeno, who was a who was a Greek, is chasing the tortoise a turtle and and he, he can never catch him. That's uh, because because in physics, every time one moves the other moves. And regardless of how small the move it is, the move, it's still a move. So you can never catch what you're chasing. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of what quantum mechanics is about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's about observation in that case, where things happen only when they're observed. And of course that brings us into an entire right universe oh. of what is what is existence, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and um, right. I still, I'm still having a hard time with your firmament idea, but um, I mean, I, I can, fit, I can see it.
1: Well, with okay, so look, the, but you just, you just took us there. So the whole idea of quantum mechanics is that you know, it, it's nothing until you, until you observe.
0: Well, in, in in certain types of atomic structure, that's correct. Okay.
1: Okay. Well. <laughs> If we're not observing the firmament, if we don't see what's going on, we're oblivious. We don't know how it got created.
0: But I, what, what is the observation? I mean, you're, you're talking the about observation,
1: the observation. The observation is what a hellhole we have People are looking at it, going, "Oh my God, the problems!" Like, yeah, stop talking about it, talking about it. Talk about the solution. Let's mirror that. We're observing the problem and creating more and prolonging it. Stop doing that. We need to focus on the answer. Oh. And I've just been waiting and waiting talking about all this stuff for so many. Years. I mean. Yeah. Mm, well, and finally, I mean, well, I big... mean, I
0: mean, I mean, people think that this year, or next year, people think that the, the big change is on us. Absolutely. Happen.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And there's every all the markers are there that I can see traditional all the traditional markers are there. I can see that I'm just based on terms of attitude, war, aggression, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I can see all that. But I don't think that's what people are waiting for. That seem to be in the know. They're waiting for something else. Oh,
1: it's like big. Like
0: this is. Yeah. Okay. Big. Mm-hmm.
1: It's you know, big. What does
0: big mean? What is big in context? I mean, you know, because I mean, we're used to endless proxy wars right now. Endless proxy wars. What were you, what's we're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. But this thing I'm seeing around is that people are talking about, about we won't recognize ourselves. Mhm you know mm-hmm. in in the context of of the twentieth century, we won't even know who we are. I mean that tells me that we are controlled by something much larger than ourselves, yeah that we are yeah. that we could be the grand experiment, we mm-hmm. could be the system of molecules in somebody's diamond ring that's bigger than you know i mean the the, the universe is infinite. All you have to do is look at the James Webb Telescope, to figure out how big we really are, and that won't tell you the answer. But it's just beyond your imagination how big we are. Right. So why? So it's not that far out to think that we are, we are. You know, we've screwed up the experiment. And somebody's going to spin us around so we get it right at this time. But wow. what does that actually mean? Because we're so finite. I mean, we're so finite. Why do they care? We're so finite. We seem to be. We're not infinite. Yeah.
1: But we are. I mean. We're well, fine. we're infinite
0: if you believe. It. Well, yeah. we're, we're infinite. <laughs> <because> we're... <laughs> <Go ahead>. Hello. <laughs> Ta da! Uh-huh. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm talking too much. Go we're on, go
1: finite on. because we're in a physical sense. It's limiting, but we're infinite without the without the finite, without the vi- the vessel. So we have to make sure that we're focusing on what is infinite in us. That's who we are.
0: Yes, I mean that's I mean that's a theist position, and I I understand that. Yeah. You know, but an atheist doesn't buy into that. So, what's going to happen to the atheists then in this new this new system? Are they just going to become believers all of a sudden?
1: Um. I predict that. However. Oh. yeah well because deep you know it's, it's deep it's it's come from you know it's some people are not going to make it that's all there is to it they just won't and our world is dividing our existence is but, dividing
0: but are those but are the people that don't make it are they considered infinite anyway do they go to heaven
1: yeah but the ego it's, is bigger the ego is bigger so, so, they, so keep, they go
0: to hell because of the ego that's ego
1: well, they stay in this existence. The struggle.
0: Oh man. Okay. So, so they like they they end up like in a in a Catholic version of purgatory. They don't get to go anywhere. They just get to suffer some more until they figure it out. Do they have?
1: Is it's there like any got- regress
0: that these people have? What? We got a signal problem know, here. You're- you're you're cracking up. I'm Can like, you hear me? Thank you. I'm
1: you, I'm
0: losing your signal, Merrily. I'm losing your you signal. You
1: know, pick a side. Pick a side. Because you're not going to go on the other side. Do you want love? Do you want faith? Do you want peace? And those who are still resistant to take, you know, responsibility and to say yes and to lower their ego and say teach me. I'm going. I want to get on that train.
0: I I lost some of your conversation because we there was a anomaly frequency here based on sunspots or something. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: But I I so we'll just have to live with that I guess, but I I think that takes away from the quality of the human condition from the from the sophistication of who we are, evolu- from an evolutionary standpoint, the argument takes away from our own sophistication. We are a very sophisticated vessel. I don't believe we can be pushed around quite that easily.
1: Okay, but remember there's fillers here. We're not all the same. By any means. There's fillers.
0: I know, I know. I mean that brings me back to Uranta and the people that read that are star seeds and don't fit and they're you know. Yeah. Well. But I, I mean, if you believe all the other stuff, I guess you believe that too. Uh, yeah. Satan has an
1: army. Satan has an army.
0: Are those the fillers? Yes. Satan's army.
1: That's right. And so, they will, they will stay. They are, uh, yeah. The rest of us are leaving.
0: <laughs> so is that a rapture? Is this a rapture? That's right. Is it literally the term, I mean, is it, that right. is, by definition, it's the raptor? Yeah. Everybody's waiting to elevate, go? Yep. Like, Rocket yes. man, they're going to be out of here?
1: Well, yeah, and, but, it, you know, it's a choice. If there's ever been a decision to go left or go right, it's now. You know, we've been Well, but I mean, don't you along. carry all
0: your baggage with you? What do you all the baggage? You make a decision to go right or left, and, you know, you, you, uh,
1: well, I mean okay, so then we get back to mercy. Right? It's like, okay, so That's you've where done we started. That's right, where we started. Right. So we okay, so God is very merciful. So meaning that, you know, you understand that you've been blind your whole life, you know, ignorant to the truth. You've been operating in ego this whole time and you've done a lot of selfish things. Well, you can repent, you can sit there and, and wake up and just go, I don't want that life anymore. I want to know who I am. I want love. Choose it.
0: Well, sounds to me like I'm on the wrong side. You plan to save me anywhere along the way here?
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 I think it's already no. done. I think it's already
0: done. <laughs> We're over the hour.
1: Oh, dang. All um,
0: right. I've enjoyed it. It's typical. Yeah. I love you.
1: I love you too. I'll see you. <laughs>
0: Bye. Bye.